program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Hey, that's us. Welcome. A, another edition of the Tailgate. Two hours of uh, stellar shenanigan radio as we uh, get closer and closer Why would we to start Florida, Georgia. Today? I don't know. Stellar radio. True. <laughs> well, we are going to uh, start off uh, in stellar style as we have been talking all week about how much uh, everybody hates the Georgia Bulldogs, and that is certainly a strong word, but... There are some nice ones out there, and uh, one of the best that is uh, a part of what they do is Jeff Dantzler, and he is going to join us to start things off. And you know, so we we obviously like him. Actually, we're I'm, I'm content with my sexuality. I love this dude. He is uh, awesome at everything he does. Jeffrey, welcome. It's a uh, it's a fun week. I'm sure you guys are, are uh, just about all of it up there too. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jeff. And it's always great to talk to you, my friend. You're, you're awesome, and I. Uh, echo those sentiments and yeah I think one of the things that, that's happened with this game uh, pretty much for the uh, most every year of the 21st century both teams have taken the open date before the game so you, you kind of catch your breath you know two Saturdays ago for a couple of days the countdown begins and by about Tuesday or Wednesday of this week we've broken this game down so many different ways <laughs> I think everybody's just ready to you know, ha- have their cocktails down on the beach and, and just tear it down to kickoff on what should be a beautiful day Saturday. Yeah, it's funny. they uh, Florida's playing three straight games against teams with open dates. Yep. But I remember one year Alabama, I think, had five open dates mm-hmm. they had to go up against. But, you know, there's only so much you can put in or you're going to put in. Most of it is to get guys rested up. And I know that George has been dealing with a lot of nagging injuries, some guys, at that, especially that right tackle spot, there's been some problems there, and uh, and uh, obviously Brock Bowers isn't coming back till at, at best the SEC championship game. But certainly that they they have been able to get some guys a little bit more rested. Yeah, th- there's no doubt, and I think that's the thing. You, you want to get some guys a little bit of time uh, for some players who maybe haven't contributed as much throughout the year, and I'm sure Billy Napier's done the same thing in Jacksonville. You get a few more two versus three reps during that open date and, and maybe see somebody kind of emerge here. Uh, but, but this game, you know, so many times, uh, all the chips are on the line. And just breaking down the numbers, and, and of course, when, when Coach Spurrier was at Florida, they were a regular in the SEC title game. But since 2002, Georgia or Florida has been in 16 out of 21 SEC championship games. Wow. Now, it's a great race this year. I mean, I think Missouri's got a great team. They've still got to play Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, whoever wins this has got a really, really good shot at it here. And the road to Atlanta is at the very least every year impacted by Jacksonville. It usually 
it runs through it. And, and there's no doubt from Florida's standpoint, I've been really impressed. You know, and every program's been there. It, it was a bottoming out game against Kentucky. You know, when, when you think about a series that, that Florida had, had dominated for three decades, and then just to get physically beaten like that. And that happens. I'm impressed with the way they responded. They looked really good against Vandy, and that was a terrific comeback uh, to beat South Carolina on the road. And it was rocking at Williams-Brice. And to me, that might be the moment. Whether Florida wins or not on Saturday, they wind up having a good year, going to a good bowl. I think that could be kind of that moment, that fourth quarter comeback against South Carolina that kind of got the train on the right track for Billy Napier at Florida. Yeah, yeah, I think Florida fans are hoping that George is looking ahead to Missouri next week. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Um, hey, and, we're and, trying to find something here. But, but Jeff, I, you know, and, and I'm glad you you can see that from afar because I think you could sense that in the locker room after the game that just the difference in what that meant as you know, if, if Florida loses that game against Carolina, it's you're going into the bye week. It's the end of the world. It's miserable. You you know, you, no chance against Georgia. And now all of a sudden, it's oh hey, Florida won on the road. They they can do some different things. So, you know, I, I get that too. And listen, we, we know how great George is. Heck, the last time they lost was to Florida eight years ago, it seems like. But when when they have struggled, because we've talked about how good they are, like in that South Carolina game the first half or, or in the Auburn game, what weren't they doing well that maybe you can give some Gator fans hope that, that the Gators have a chance to do something and stay in this game? I think just a little bit disjointed offensively, maybe getting behind the chains. And and this is a very good Georgia team, make no mistake. But I think, guys, you'll agree, if you look through college football this year, and I think there's a lot of reasons for it, heavy turnover at quarterback, and that includes both of these two teams coming up Saturday. And and just with the portal, I think it's taken teams maybe a little bit longer uh, to find their stride. Uh, But Georgia had historically great teams the last two years. And Florida had teams like that with Steve Spurrier and Urban Meyer. Back-to-back years having 25 guys drafted, an injury list that has gotten as high as 15 with significant significant players. You know, none more significant than Brock Bowers, who, for my money, is the best player in the country. And Mm -hmm. there are probably some some Gator fans who, who would agree with that. So this is still a very good Georgia team. Is this team as good as the last two years? No. But they're still in position, and we'll just have to see how this thing plays out. But I think what Florida has, and to me, this is another thing. We all love our history and the history of our programs. Florida's history goes back to being great at throwing the football. That goes back to Steve Spurs, a quarterback, to John Reeves, all the way through Wayne Peace and Kerwin Bell to the glory days of the 90s and the 00s. And for Graham Mertz to go over 400, for Ricky Pearsall to be doing his Chris Doring out there, you combine that with maybe the best set of backs in the league. And, Jeff, for me, I think this is potentially the best set of skill players that Florida's had since Urban Meyer was the coach. And, you know, to me, that's the thing. For me, growing up, seeing all those great quarterbacks and receivers and, and running back from Neil Anderson to John L. Williams, Lorenzo Hanson, all the way up to Eric Rett and Fred Taylor, and, and I'm sure Florida fans have said this too, what's been stunning to me is that over the last decade or so, Florida just hasn't had those impact skill position players they have those guys this year, and Mertz is really growing into it. He's crafty at quarterback. I, I, I like it. So I think Florida's got a puncher's chance every Saturday. 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing. The, the year that Florida did uh, beat Georgia in 2020, they did have those kind of skill guys. And Kyle, that's right. Kyle yeah, Pitts was pitch. as good as anybody I've ever seen play that position. But, uh, yeah, and I think the other problem that Florida has is that Georgia's strength offensively, really, even though I know everybody says they pass the ball more than they run it, but their strength is that middle of that offensive line. And they're going to be able to, you know, we saw what, Kentucky was able to do to manhandle them. That's the biggest fear I think Florida has is that they're able to manhandle them. And even though they don't have running backs that have put up incredible numbers, they may be able to in this game. And traditionally this game, the team that's run the ball better has won. And you think back, and and Jeff, this is what you were uh, right there with Brad Wilkerson as the biggest star in Florida baseball history playing. But with it, th- those Spurrier teams, yeah, they were famous for Werfel and, and Anthony and Hilliard and Doring. His teams routinely averaged five to five and a half yards a carry. I think the 96 team with Fred Taylor was 5.2 a pop. And I, uh, Eric Red, I remember him running it down our throats back in 1993 in the rain. And when Georgia, even when Florida was dominating and won 18 out of 21, Robert Edwards had a huge game in 97. Danny Ware had 100 yards in 04. And Sean Marino had 188 in 07. And then when you think back to what George has done with Kirby, backs like Chubb and Michelle and Swift and, and Zamir White and James Cook, Kenny McIntosh last year, the team that runs the ball better in this game generally wins. And then at the same time, th- this game to me has more momentum swings than any game, and you have to be able to counterpunch. Because you just think about there's always noise in the stadium. Yep. So, for instance, two weeks ago, when Florida's at South Carolina, South Carolina's winning, it's loud. Florida's winning, it's quiet. If you're at home, it's vice versa. Well, usually this is a close game and a great game, so you got 80-something thousand people going crazy. But you've always got winning or losing at least 40-something thousand people going nuts. Managing those adrenaline bumps and those rushes of energy, I think is hypercritical in this game. Yeah, and I think that's where Florida is at a little bit of a disadvantage because they have so many young players. I mean, we, we've done the stat, 11 freshmen playing uh, in every game so far this year, and these guys have never seen Florida-Georgia game. Um, but I want to ask you about what Kirby's done with the portal. He only dips into it every when he needs it, and it's certainly helped him at wide receiver this year, but it's almost like the perfect balance of you're 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 winning because you're stacking recruiting classes, but when we, when you need to go get one or two guys, you can go find them. I think that's the way to do it. If things are going well for you, you build through recruiting, development, and retention, and you plug a hole here and there with the portal. I mean, I think it's the same if you're building an NFL team or a Major League Baseball team. You build through the draft, you build from within, and you supplement through free agency, which essentially is what the portal is. And and I think, to me, we're all hypocrites when it comes to the portal because I'm not a fan of it. Listen, I'm a dinosaur. I like the way things were in the (laughs) 80s. But And so, you know, you hate it when your guys leave, but at the same time, it's kind of a cool thing when you get an addition from somebody else. And and, and I think at the quarterback position in particular, and maybe just maybe that's yet another reason why there's been so much balance this year 
because you know guys aren't just sitting. You know, Carson Beck has, but but he's an outlier. Guys aren't just sitting for three and four years, kind of waiting for that opportunity. They might be going to where the grass is greener. So, uh, you know, you think about the days of, you know, Alabama having Tua Hurts and Mac Jones all on the roster at the same time. That is going to be extraordinarily rare to see that these days. So I think with that, that position is so vital now. You are seeing teams get potentially a quicker fix. We're talking with Jeff Dantzler. He is a tremendous job with uh, all the uh, the Georgia stuff and certainly a, a great guy. And um, Jeff, let's talk about a real sport, baseball. It's, uh, you know, maybe bef- before all this happens, we're going to have a big game in, uh, across the street on Friday night. How the, uh, how the dog's looking coming in here? A lot of new faces. Speaking of the portal, yeah, Wes Johnson's the new coach at Georgia. He uh, came to Georgia from LSU. He was the pitching coach there. And uh, the, the big star of this back for Georgia is Charlie Condon. And, you know, Jeff, I, I never will forget. Uh, Georgia and Florida, as great as the football games are, we have some incredible games in baseball. You know, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if, you know, if one's up and one's down or both are up or whatever. We have had some great games through the years. And, and I think Georgia's going to have a good team. It's, it's just kind of the way baseball is. Baseball in the SEC, it's far and away the toughest sport to win. And I always go back to two years ago. What did Ole Miss go, 13 and 17, 14 and 16 in the league? Yep. They won the national championship. You know, that's that, that's all you need to know. And, and, and last year, Georgia finished 11th in the league. And I could just remember telling a couple of my buddies, like, you know, we've got a, a good team. You know, the, the, we're like the 30th best team in the country, in my opinion. The problem is that's like 13th in the league. <laughs> At that time, our RPI was 34, and it was the 13th best in the league. So just being competitive in baseball is so incredibly difficult but we've seen it if you can just somehow find your way to around 500 and get in you know who knows what can happen and, and of course you know you guys have been at the absolute top you know, kevin o'sullivan's done an amazing job there just making florida regular in the college world series and that is incredibly tough to do because the turnover for baseball is unlike any other sport and uh, you get your top 25 recruit you're not just recruiting against the Seminoles and the Bulldogs or the Gators. Uh, you're recruiting against the major leagues. How's my man Mike White doing up there? I saw he got a five-star the other day. He did. I really like Mike White. And I know amongst people, and, and you guys are obviously very close to it, close to the program, Mike was very popular. Uh, to, I thought he did a terrific job at Florida. He just happened to follow the second-best coach in SEC history. Uh, when you look at the, the history of Florida basketball before Billy Donovan got there, you know, you had 1994 in, in Vernon Maxwell, and that's about it. And, and Mike White, uh, I, I thought, did a really good job. He had Florida in the NCAA tournament almost every year. So you know, we certainly feel like here, and I get it, sometimes you just feel like you need to move on, and maybe it was a, a good separation for, for both sides. But He's certainly got a lot of enthusiasm going in Athens with Georgia basketball right now. Well, Jeff, I know there's two big games Friday and Saturday, but we got Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke after the baseball game on Friday what? night. So, yeah, that's, that could be the highlight of the weekend. 
Yeah, they're going to both be out there. They're going to both have walkers. So that's, that's straight 1990 right there. But Cardoza, I'm sure, had some high hair back oh, then. I'm, I'm about to love that. Well, we, we've had a lot of uh, really fun stories from the callers this week and different things. And I know it's obviously going to be probably the opposite of some of the, the cool Gator stories. But I mean, you mentioned that 07 game when everybody stormed the field. And well, Is there a favorite Georgia memory that, that you were a part of uh, going, going to this thing for forever? Well, yeah, now, when, when I was young, that's when Baloo the Scott happened in 26-21 Part 2 in yep. the 10-9 game and 44 nothing. A memory I'll always have, though, and it, it was in 91 when Florida beat us 45-13. I was with a couple of my buddies the night before the Jacksonville landing. Everybody else did it once and only once. <laughs> and uh, c- capacity 10,000. There are about 20,000 people there. And uh, the guys upstairs from Florida were drawing the guys downstairs from Georgia. It would have taken you an hour to walk about 30 yards. And <laughs> this Florida fan just took two pitchers of beer and dumped them down on the lower level on a couple of Georgia fans and started to chomp. And, you know, the Georgia fans were wanting to go up there and fight, and it would have taken them an hour and a half to get up there. And I looked at my buddies and said, it's probably time to go. <laughs> Yeah, it does sometimes get a little carried away. But well, and that's the thing with, with this game. You know, everybody's well. It's, it's the party, and it's, listen, and people drink at every game. There's partying at every game. Sure. Here's the deal. You know, when when Florida's at Florida State, you're outnumbered eighty thousand to ten thousand. You know, when when Florida State's at Florida, you got them outnumbered eight to one. Well, this thing, it's forty five to forty five thousand. Yeah. So. Uh, you, you, it's kind of an, an even Steven uh, matchup, for lack of a better term, when things get a little bit salty in the parking lot. So that's where I think you have a few more of the colorful stories come out of this game than any other. Where, where do you think they'll play when the Jaguars have to shut it down for a couple of years? What's your? I think they'll go guess? home and ho- I think they'll go home and yeah. home for two years. I, I do. Yeah, I, I do. To me, I think playing the thing in Atlanta or Orlando is just absurd. You know, there's there's a big push, and I get both sides. I prefer the game in Jacksonville, but I get people in Athens wanting to have it here, people in Gainesville wanting to have it there. I totally understand. I just like the tradition of the game in Jacksonville. But I think moving it to another neutral site just doesn't have any legs or reasonability to me at all. Right there with you. Well, there, uh, there's nothing like this game, nothing like you, Jeff. Appreciate you, man. Um, uh, enjoy yeah, it, and it uh, should be a fun great. weekend. No, looking forward to it, and I will uh, see you, I guess, uh, Saturday or basketball season, baseball season. We see each other all the time. Thanks, Heck yeah. yeah. All, right. all right. Great Jeff Dancer, everybody, talking uh, Florida, Georgia, which, of course, is now hmm, it's Thursday. That's less than 48 hours away. Looking at the time. Correct. How about that? You are correct, sir. And we're about uh, 24, 25, 26 hours from the baseball game. And we are about uh, eight day, 18 days from my birthday. Crazy stuff. <laughs> A lot of great momentous moments. Well, we're going to list all the great things that are happening. Well, that was just this weekend. Oh. But that will be great. Maybe Number start, 69 for Mr. I'll Dooley. start my birthday week. Sunday. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll, uh, we'll get a break. We'll open up the phone lines for you. That is brought to you by Titan MRI. So uh, bring it. More uh, Florida-Georgia talk. Whatever else uh, you want to bring to the table, let's do it here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. No. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Shelby Hickman. Tonight, the Florida women's soccer team will host 13th-ranked South Carolina with coverage beginning here at 645. The Gators will be celebrating their senior night and looking to end their season on a high note. Last time out, the Gators tied with Vanderbilt 3-3. Stick around after the soccer game for this week's installment of Thursday Night Football. The 3-3 Tampa Bay Bucks will head north to take on the 4-3 Buffalo Bills. Both teams are coming off last-second conference losses. The Bucks fell to the Falcons 16-13 after a 51-yard game-winning field goal from Youngway Koo. And the Bills lost to the Patriots 29-25 after a one-yard Mike Gesicki touchdown in the final seconds of the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shelby Hickman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh!, all the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry and shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout 
fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Coming in November, Gator men's basketball right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Okay, we are back here on the tailgate, Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo. Tomorrow, Jeff is going to be living large up in Jacksonville, prepping for the big concert, and also watching Gator baseball. So Robbie and I will be in here on a Friday. We couldn't let the Friday before Florida, Georgia go without doing a show. Maybe we'll get Robbie's pick. His pick will be pain. That was a prediction that um, Mr. T gave for his second fight with uh, Rocky. What's your prediction? He goes, pain. <laughs> Guess what? Rocky put it on him. He did. Yeah. That's, I love that movie. The third one is like, I, the first one's the best one. The third one, I think, is the second best. You may be a Drakic, what is it? What is his name? Drago. Drago, Drago guy. It was all right. Yeah, it was a good one because he got all of Russia to clap for him. Second one was not much. And then five through ten have all been bad. And Pauly just passed away, didn't he? Real life Pauly. Oh. Last last week, I think. Pauly was in two of the greatest movies of all time. The other one was Back to School? Yeah. How about that? That is a great movie. It is. It is a great movie. Call me when you have no class. <laughs> I was watching the Dangerfield clip last night with just him him on Carson just telling jokes. It's just yeah, so funny. Good. And, and then he was I, I I ordered something. I ordered my dinner. And I said, and the woman came up. And she goes, uh, I said, just surprise me. And she came back and she had two pictures of my wife naked. So <laughs> <laughs> he tells it better than I do. No, that's good. And then. Well, in, remember in back to school, he had the hot tub that he put in the apartment. Yeah. And then he's like, we need some more bubbles. Put in some more bubbles. And then Bubbles comes over in her bikini. <laughs> this, this girl and gets in the hot tub. So Yeah, it was good. Very good uh, good stuff. Good stuff from any Jeff mo- Dantzler as well. Any movie that has um, Kinnison in it, it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes off on him in yeah. class. <laughs> Push him back before. Behind the 48th parallel. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, we got a... Uh, Freddy. Freddy Krueger on. Yeah, it is on. I'm not... I I don't know where where in my life I became a non-horror movie person. Yeah. I used to like horror movies, but I, now I, I don't want to watch them. i never seen any of them. Friday the 13th, yeah. Freddy Krueger, I never watched them. Because I, I didn't like them when I was I little, so I, and yeah. of course I'm not going to watch them now. 
I saw uh, now when Halloween came out, it was a big deal. I watched that, but I didn't watch any of the sequels because of Jamie Lee Curtis. No, I didn't know Jamie Lee Curtis was Jamie Lee Curtis, and she was just a nobody actress. I did know her. I did watch Trading Places to see that. You could stop it, so you could watch her. Nice. She she used to say that she'd be at a party and people would have the movie on and and they would freeze frame it the, the frame where she's naked and just leave it on the screen so she'd be walking by and all of a sudden there she'd be naked she goes, come on guys Jeez. I'm right here well we are here if you want to call us three nine two eight two five five is the number for our Titan MRI hotline again more Florida Georgia talk and. Some of the other games that are uh, going on not this much. weekend. There's not, not though. Much. I, I tell you, it's it's a, a slim schedule. Let me put it that way. There's a couple of games that are worth watching, and obviously Utah, Oregon will be a good one, and some of the SEC games I'm interested in. But a lot of people are taking this week off, and it's not a great uh, Saturday for college football. But it'll turn out to be great because something will happen. You know that something weird will happen. Just like last week. I think last week a lot of teams were dealing with the hangover of of having played big games. For example, you know, Washington, which should have lost. Um, other teams like that, that that also had problems because they um you know, they were um they'd had a big game the week well, well uh Oklahoma and, and uh, almost lost to UCF. And who was the other team that I had a close game that was surprising. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. Anyway. But there are going to be games being played, and they will be watched, and we will enjoy them. That's all, all we know for sure. Uh, but the line, phone lines are up a few, 392-8255 if you want to get in here. Or we can just talk about Florida-Georgia games in our lifetime the whole day. The Florida Gators. That's who it's calling again. It's the same book people. They're trying to do oh. this. They're trying to scam me on a book deal. Don't let that happen. No, and they can't. We want to take your book, Game of My Life, Florida Gators. <laughs> My God, if you can't pronounce Gators, I'm not going to even listen to you. Did you watch any uh, NBA last night? I did. I watched. Really? Well, I did because we have the NBA stuff for free for this week, so you can watch any game you want for this just for this week. And they try to suck you in, but it's not going to work with me. But I mainly I watch the Bulls and watch them get annihilated. And um, and apparently there was a players only meeting in the locker room after the game. And well, I don't know. Now I know they like Billy up there, but. They, I mean, again, it's one game, but I did watch it. I watched it for a while, and then they were getting beat so bad. I, go, I don't want to watch this. They had no, de- they couldn't play defense at all. It's very unlike uh, Wembenyana. Wemby made his debut. He's I, pretty I, good I, I saw some of the clips. It's almost impossible to get a shot off because of how tall and how much the wingspan is. And yet, the other team scored more points. It's <laughs> strange how it works, but I mean his first I can't cover everybody. His right? first two baskets were threes, which is very strange again for a guy that that size you would think that that's not the gates, but I think it just shows you how diverse he is, how good he can be. It's almost like these in this this day and age, um, 
if you're going to be a 6'11", 7-foot guy, and he's, what, 7'4", but if you're going to be a big guy, you better be able to shoot threes. I mean, it's not enough that you, you, you can pound down inside because you're not going to be able to just muscle up inside and just keep getting the ball on. I mean, people are going to figure out how to stop you. You've got to ha- put that part of it into your element. I, that's why Castleton, you know, they kept trying to get him to shoot threes, and it didn't work. I mean, he's two for 31, I think, or whatever he was. Um, but you, you almost have to have that. You know, that's where the great, the best players in the NBA are the big guys that can shoot threes. Yep. You know, whether it's, whether it's Durant, Durant is, I mean, you look at Durant and you go, oh, he's, he's a, he's a point forward or whatever, but he's six eleven. you know, <laughs> I mean, and he can shoot like I, one of the best shooters I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. Let's snag a break. We'll come back. More phone calls coming your way. You are listening to the tailgate. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. 
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Very warm and breezy conditions will continue through about sunset. Then things will be cooling down into the 60s overnight into Friday morning. And Friday afternoon is looking mostly sunny, breezy, and a little on the humid side with highs getting back into the 80s. And it will be slightly warmer this weekend, but dry weather continues. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Friday on ESPN Radio. It's game one of the World Series in Arlington, Texas, where the Rangers go head-to-head against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Drilled right field, that one back, and it's gone! Alec Thomas has tied it up, a two-run homer. The Diamondbacks, the Rangers. Coverage begins Friday night at 7, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff and Pat back here with you. Back to the phones we go. This was Pat's uh, high school nickname, Total Package. He joins us next. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Um, let's go back to a Seinfeld episode where George did the opposite. For the Florida-Georgia game, I see Coach Billy Napier doing the opposite. So we're going to win the toss. We're going to elect to receive. We're going to take it down, score a touchdown. Our players are going to run to the end zone and celebrate and get a 15-yard penalty, and we're going to go on to win 35-31. Nice. Uh, I, I'll take it. They can do that, yeah. <laughs> you know, my take on this game is if there wasn't a preseason ranking and we just played the games and we looked at George's schedule, we looked at how they played, and they didn't have that number one in front of them – I I think we got a really legitimate chance to uh, win this game and surprise a lot of people. It's it's nice to hear that people are coming around. It's, it's weird though, and and I don't know if you felt this way all year, but you know if Florida would have lost that game to South Carolina, I don't think that would even be a no. close to a thought. No. But just by winning a game and coming back and and doing it in the last second has changed a lot of people's minds. But I think it at least does show you that. There is progress with this team and, and certainly improvement. They're starting to get it. They're starting to show some playmakers. And, and I do agree with you, Total Package. I mean, you still want to see it first, obviously, if uh, Florida can go out and do it. But like we heard Jeff say and a lot of other people have, have said throughout the, the week, you know, this game, 
a lot of weird things happen, and it's not always what you you think is going to happen. So if they can compete and play play well, I'd like to see what happens in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like I said, um, Merch, I only saw him in the Orange and Blue game, and I was one of the ones that said, oh, my God, we're going to be terrible. And we know what he's done, and he looks like he's in command of the offense. The team looks like they know what they're doing. If we don't make, you know, a, a late hit penalty on a third down and things like that, I mean, we're, we're, I think we're really coming together, and I'm pretty excited about the game, and uh, I think we're going to win. Have cool. A good day, guys. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Well, I mean, you know, they, they have a chance. There's no doubt they have a chance. College football, man. I mean, but, um, you know, I'm not worried about who Georgia has played. I mean, yeah, it's irrelevant. I think. Yeah, it, it's it's who they're playing now, and who they're playing now is a team that's unranked. So let's not forget that. Well, and they've got a coach that is maybe when first started, and again, I I thought it. I didn't think that Kirby could really coach because yeah. you saw some of the mistakes and things that were made. But he's, he's figured out yeah. to learn it, and he's hired offensive coordinators, and he's brought in the right people, and he motivates them very, very well. I think he's great at doing all that, and. They've got really damn good players. They do. They have good players, and they have a good coaching staff, and they have good, um, a lot of talent in different areas. And I think they they don't. It's not a good matchup for Florida. That's the that's the biggest concern I have. Like I felt like South Carolina was a, a good matchup for Florida because they were going to the way they played defense was going to allow Florida to go deep more, and so I thought that would that could pay uh, pay off for Florida, and it did. Throughout the game, um, I didn't think they would be able to run the ball as well as they did early. But um, you know, you have to adjust, and that's the thing about adjustments, Jeff. And I sometimes I get frustrated with adjustments because they don't happen till halftime. And I'm always like, "Hey, the game's being played still in the third, in the second quarter. Go ahead and make them now." But I don't know if coaches just don't feel comfortable trying to tell their guys something different than what they told them before or what. But tell them to stay in their gaps, you know. You don't have to wait till halftime to tell them to do that, which they, they never seem to be able to solve that problem against Kentucky. They did not. Joe joins us next. Hey, Joe. Hey, how you doing there, fellas? Good. Good, good. Hey, I just want to – just a little side note before we get to the actual game stuff is uh, this past week I had the opportunity to – go and meet the three players that did the uh, little autograph signing over at T-Mobile over there off of Archer Road. And I uh, took my little girl because she loves birds, you know, and he was there signing. And, uh, yeah, James was there and Pearsall as well, you know. And uh, we went and put in a very big line, only about 15, 20 people, something like that. You know, we went in. And you get your little two minutes with the players, get a photo, get the uh, you know, get the autograph and all that. My little girl loved it, by the way. But uh, just wanted just wanted to mention, and really the purpose of this call is just wanted to mention those three guys right there. Those three guys is we got something special going on in Florida right now. Is, uh, you know, those three guys were they were genuine, they were appreciative, and they represented the university well. And you left there feeling these guys will do more than they ever should at Florida. And I got to say, you know, in comparison with last year to this year is 
I have had so much more fun to this point, you know, than the whole season last year. So, got a good vibe going into Georgia this weekend. Yeah, and 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 it's cool you say that, Joe, because I, I mean, I totally agree. And, and for Ricky to come back and yep. you know even turn down some some money from the NFL, and I know he got some with NIL, but that's why you come back. But just the, there was never an arrogance or cockiness to him. I mean, I, I love talking to him after the games yep. and then got the opportunity to do that with, with Mertz. And gosh, we, mm-hmm. we could have sat there and done a 30-minute interview. We were, we were having so much fun doing it. And I just I see yeah. the way he is around the players and the way the players are around him and how much they love him. And how it's. I, I think maybe the strangest part is you know, he was at another school for so long, has so many ties to that place, and then he comes in here and it's almost like he's been at Florida for five years. Like he's just he's fit in right away. He's he's bought into what Napier's trying to do. I think he, he loves being a Gator. He's all in and, and doing everything oh, yeah. possible. So it's it's been fun and certainly the, the community involvement and the stuff that you were talking about has been really awesome with that guy. I think he's he's really turning into one of the the favorite guys that I've been around over the last twenty years. Yeah, same here. I mean that's exactly what I noticed is these guys were like totally invested. And, you know, not to not to gauge them or anything, but they are playing above and beyond, you know, what they should. And it's because of the heart and it's because of the dedication. And, man, I'm telling you, just as a fan, that goes a long ways. You know, I mean, a long ways is I would much rather root for a kid that's giving it 100% all the time than superstars that aren't. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, and that's where you yeah, get frustrated it, with guys, and they've had a few, yes, you know. That, yes, that and I really feel, yeah, and just like and just like Pat's been saying is, you know, I'm an optimist, and you know, I hope the best for the weekend. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're going up against stacked five stars all over the field. You know, and we only got limited, you know, amounts of talent across the field, but. Our guys are playing their asses off. You know, I mean, they're playing good. They're playing as best they can. Georgia's ranked number one. We're unranked, and all the pressure's on them. And our guys are believing, you know. So I feel so much better about this game than last year's game, you know, with, with the talent levels that we had last year. So Yeah, the, only, good, the good one thing about Georgia uh, feeling the pressure is – they they've already had to go through it this year when they're down fourteen yep. three at a half to South Carolina. Some other games where they were not playing particularly well. All of a sudden, the Vanderbilt game became a close game. We couldn't believe it. Um, yep. So they, I don't think the pressure is going to be a problem for them because they've been through this for three years and and just keep winning. So, but I do think yeah. that um, within the game, if you can get on top of them and and make them start to wonder. Uh, a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, uh, that that could and be a factor. And I think, you know, with having, you know, kind of springboarding it off of what you just said, is with us having that breakthrough that we did on the road, so we finally knocked down that wall, the whole road barrier, you know, we got past that. And, you know, young players, you know, they're maturing and they're getting more and more confidence every week, more and more confidence. And, you know, we broke down the barrier, the road barrier. Now this week, you got, you know, you got legends coming in like Spikes and Spurrier, and they're coming in and they're talking to these guys and they're explaining to them. You know, they're explaining to them the importance of this. And then, you know, I mean, they've probably been made aware of, you know, the Georgia coaches, his halftime speech, you know, about putting us away and, you know, all the awfulness of that. 
And, you know, they're, they're, you know, probably been made aware of a lot of things, and it's probably starting to sink in now, and they're probably wanting this game a whole heck of a lot harder than they did, you know, six weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I so, think they are, and I think they're, they're – I think that part of it is, uh, is certainly good in what they – the way they're going to go into that game and treat that game and the way this staff's going to treat this game. But yeah, the other team's a lot more talented than this team. Now – yeah. This team eventually is going to be a mm-hmm. lot more talented than they are right now because they're going to get they're going to mm-hmm. the more time you spend in a college weight room the better you're going to be. You know, I mean, That's and right. right now these That's guys right. are coming off of high school weight rooms and you know they're mm-hmm. they've only been doing this maybe for a year so yeah that's where the floor is going to have to get they're going to get bigger and stronger there's no doubt about it but um, bigger and stronger and i feel i feel like we're getting there too and you know i mean you know they got the advantage on us and i think like you've been saying is it's going to tell the tape or tell the tale is who can win that battle up front quickly yeah and you know what i'm not having that tight end we can scheme them a little bit, get some blitzes at the right time, get them a little bit kind of shook from the beginning, you know, is we might be in this game. And and then, you know, we might start getting in their head a little bit. And, you know, kind of like people have been pointing out, you know, Georgia Georgia might be getting a little bit tired. They're carrying that crown, you know, and they be getting a little bit tired of uh, just being number one, you know, and we might be catching them at the right time here. Could, you know, do some special things, and that's what I'm hoping for. Whilst, All right, I, Joe, whilst thank you. I think you may be whistling past the graveyard, I, I do admire your uh, confidence. That's what I say about that. I, and I, I still don't get the whistling past the graveyard. I always hold my breath. Well, whistling past the graveyard is like, you'd mac, like oh, it's no big deal that there are dead bodies over there. I'm not, I'm not going to end up in there. <laughs> That's whistling past the graveyard. All right, it's we're gonna cliche, is what I'm saying. end up at a break right now. Last one of the hour, so we'll come back and finish things up for hour number one when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Shelby Hickman. Tune in tonight at 6.45 for Florida Soccer's final game of the regular season, where they will host 13th-ranked South Carolina on senior night. The Gators come into this one with a record of 6-5-5, and last time out, the Gators tied with Vanderbilt 3-3. At the conclusion of the soccer game, we've got a Thursday night football matchup coming your way between the 3-3 Tampa Bay Bucks and the 4-3 Buffalo Bills. TNF is not just for the pros. We've also got a couple of local matchups happening tonight. P.K. Young will take on Trinity Catholic, and Union County will face Dixie County. And tomorrow night, the World Series begins. The Rangers will host the Diamondbacks for Game 1 of the series, and first pitch will be at 8. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Shelby Hicks. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why 
Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Your commute to work, a trip to the grocery store, even dropping your kids off at a football practice. Get paid to do it all with Rapify, an app built for people like you to supplement your time on the road. The good news? We're live in Gainesville, but spots are limited. Sign up now to earn up to $450 per month, plus added swarm event bonuses for getting your vehicle wrapped. Head to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Rapify app to get started today. That's Rapify. W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. We look forward to seeing you on the road with us. Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and super sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Kef and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day, $60 million event. You can take up to 20% off virtually anything or get three years zero-interest financing. Get that $2,000 Eternity Band and pay just $56 a month. You can't miss this. Up to 20% off or three years zero-interest financing. All rings, all earrings, all bands, all bracelets, all fashion jewelry, even GIA-certified diamonds. November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Actually, I heard this song in a restaurant slash bar in D.C. And for some reason, and I know why, but my wife picked this place out, so we all went there to eat. And it was a drag queen bar, uh, restaurant bar. And they, they were very entertaining, though. The stories they were telling and everything, they were funny, pretty funny. It was interesting. Good time. It was interesting. I saw things in D.C. I don't see in Gainesville. I'm sure. One night we were just sitting there, and I had a plate glass window in front of me, and I was just watching people go into this in line to go in and get checked for their IDs and get frisked. Everybody got frisked. So you like that? I like that guy's job. That was a good job because all these girls would come by, and they weren't wearing any clothes. So that was a pretty good job he had. I don't know why he had to frisk them because they clearly weren't concealing anything. Mm -hmm. But you saw... Pretty much every type of human being you could see in that line. All shapes and sizes. It was. I, there was one uh, little person, and then there was a guy that could have played basketball for Georgetown. They were standing next to each other. Mm -hmm. That was kind of cool. It was like 
six nine and two nine next to each other. You don't see that in San, in uh, Gainesville. I can tell you that. No, right not too on. often. World Series starts tomorrow. Since we only got two minutes left, we can talk about it for two minutes. Not really. I'll watch when I watch, but yeah, it, it, look, it I won't anything, watch uh, any Saturday because it's college football Saturday. But I'll we'll watch, watch some Friday night, probably the first game. The uh, ESPN writer ranked the fifty-two players in the World Series. He ranked them from one to fifty-two. Okay, how Who's would you 52? feel like Dane Dunning? No, <laughs> I can't pull up the list because it's ESPN Plus. Oh, I get plus, but I don't think I get it on this. Maybe I do. You have to try to log in. I could do it, but I don't feel like going through that effort. But imagine being number fifty-two. Hey, you got a chance to get a ring. Yeah. You know? So I'd give Kylie McDaniel a middle finger and do like, "Hey, I can, I'm still on the World Series team." Not only that, but why are you crushing me? There's a lot of guys out there that didn't uh, make it. Aren't, yeah, are not on. Bryce Harper's not on that list. Because he popped up when yeah. a chance to hit a three-run homer. Exactly. Take the lead. Boy, that was a good. That was a big pop-up. Did you give a fist pump on that? A little one. Yeah, I did get. I did have hands raised when the Diamondbacks won, and I and I hate to say that because a good friend of mine, Ken Hesser, is a big Phillies fan. But and it's not because I don't like the Phillies per se. They're in my division. I can't root for teams in my division. Like when the Nationals won it all, even though it was a great story, and of course that was, I think the last games they won were in that World Series. I don't think they've won a game since then. Um, I, I couldn't be happy for anybody. I couldn't be happy for Chris Harry, who's a big Nationals fan, because you're in my division. Can't root for you. So if it was Mississippi State against FSU? That's different. That's different. I'm talking about just in baseball, but let's say the Phillies and Mets or Yankees are playing. I'd, I'd root for the Phillies. Huh? See, that's what I mean. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for the first hour. Whole another one to go. We'll re- be right back here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. 
I had low back pain that was due to herniated discs. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, another satisfied patient who found regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. Over a very short period of time, the pain went away completely, and I've had absolutely no symptoms or pain since my treatment. Before Dr. Garzone found QC Kinetics, he was looking at all the old school pain treatments. It was recommended that I have steroid injections done, but then unfortunately my insurance company said that I would have to do three months of physical therapy first and I needed to get better quickly. With QC Kinetics, the doctor got lasting relief with no downtime. I didn't have to take any medications during my treatment. I avoided surgery and I am now pain free. Don't live with chronic pain and don't go under the knife. Call QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm, and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day. But we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right that is us welcome second hour of the tailgate here on espn 98.1 fm 850 am wruf or Anywhere in the world on that WRUF app, you press uh, listen live and you can uh, get it. Even if you're going whitewater rafting through the Colorado River, which someone gave really? me a, a 10 minute story on today, but it was awesome. I was uh, like ready to make that my next vacation. Were they all through the Grand Canyon? They were listening to it, the show though? No. During while doing that, yeah. no, but oh, they, okay. they you're saying have they the ability to. Yeah. 
So you can do that if you want with the uh, WRUF app, which we encourage you to uh, to do so yeah. if you're on vacation. I listen to it when um, I'm home uh, after the game. I always listen to Sean and, and Shane, see what they have to say about the game while I'm writing. Yeah, I mean. Listen to all the callers who call in. And if you miss. Occasional get it. If you miss things, you got you got FOMO for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's true. And you don't want to have that. Certainly not. Um, some news, NFL wise, there was hope, at least in my thought process, that Kyle Trask may get to play tonight. But it looks like Baker Mayfield is was a full go yesterday at practice. They have listed him as questionable for tonight's game against the Bills. So then that would, of course, mean Trask would get his first start, but. Does sound like uh, Baker Mayfield will play, but maybe we can uh, get a Bills defender to Tanya Harding him on the knee. Yeah, but you get know, Trask in there. It's like I said the other day, Jeff. I don't want him to play behind that offensive line. I mean, I'd rather him. And especially against Buffalo get, too. Yeah, wait till they get better players around him, so he, then he can. Because otherwise, you're setting him up for failure. Uh, yeah, Baker's been okay, but nothing special. They were they were good to start the year, even though he wasn't spectacular. Dave Canales there, the offensive coordinator, just hasn't been able to get a whole bunch going, and that was evident last week. And another interesting one is we could see Will Levis for the first time in the NFL this weekend. Ryan Tannehill is banged up. His ankle hasn't been practicing much, so So there are thoughts. Willis or Levis? Yeah, Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Or the guy that eats... Willis has been okay for the Mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah, that right away. But remember, I like mayonnaise, but I don't like it in my coffee. And remember, there was a lot of conversation that Levis should have been a first-round pick. He was disappointed that he wasn't and all those I, things I didn't that think happened. he was that good in college, personally. The games I watched. Beat the Gators. That, that doesn't make you a good quarterback. Let me tell you what, Devin Leary beat the Gators, too, and he's terrible. He was pretty bad. He, and he hasn't been better. Like I, I told Robbie, I said uh, – um, I think I asked him on the podcast. I said, "Is Devin Leary in the argument of worst quarterbacks to ever play, to ever beat Florida?" And he, I think he is. I I don't think he can play a lick. Watching that game against Missouri, he was terrible. Hasn't been good at all. It's crazy no. that he got all that money. Was second best portal prospect and has not been good yep. at all. All right, let's get uh, back to the phones. Cattleman will kick off the second hour. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? A good show as usual. Listen to y'all checking out a little Kalen on YouTube. Recommend that if y'all got a little laptop action there close. All right. Hey, guys, uh, first off, Jeff, I called in to make a little more Dr. Pepper shoot out your nose today. I think I got a good uh, angle for you here, but I want to go on field first, guys. Okay. Um, y'all got a good grip on the cocktail party, of course. Looking at these games, don't see a whole lot of interest there, but I uh, do have two questions. First off, the Jimbo watch. Um, probably a pretty good you know, cakewalk here this week, but looking downstream, he's still got to go see Kiffin and LSU. What's the latest thinking? Yeah, what's their record right now, four and three? I thought, well, yeah, whatever on that Miami deal. I think they're two and two in conference. Yeah. I was just kind of looking at the conference record there. Does four and four, does Jimbo survive four and four in the SEC? I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. That I mean, would that would probably put you fourth or fifth in the West. Yeah. When it's all said and done, I mean, I, I don't see how he would. But again, the the buyout is just somebody's got to. If, if there wasn't any of that involved, I think it would be a no brainer. It just depends if they want to come up with that much money and get him out of there, which is going to be what around seventy million or something. 
But he, and he continues and to recruit well because they've got all that NIL money. But yeah. I'm sure they're thinking we can bring in anybody and recruit with the kind of money we're putting up here. But does that any of that NIL money go away if you have to pay the $40 million buyout? I don't know. Yeah. And as we all know, guys, these guys get a win lottery ticket when they get hired, you know, the, the buyout and everything. Sure. On the flip side there, uh, Beamer, guys, um, South Carolina doesn't have much expectations, but he's staring down the uh, nose of the uh, one and five start in year three in the SEC, not to mention he's kind of been on the periphery of this Harbaugh stuff. I don't know if y'all seen that or not. Yeah. You wonder how patient uh, USC is going to be with him. And I think Ray Tanner is the guy that hired him, right? Yes. So uh, you, you almost wonder – I mean, most SEC schools, if you fashion yourself as of not being a Mississippi school or Kentucky Vanderbilt, you go into year three, deep into year three with a one-and-five football coach. It's, I'd say you almost wonder if he's going to survive. Well, I tell you what, if if this thing with Michigan uh, comes, you know, becomes a big deal, that that gives you an excuse to get rid of a guy and not pay him. Um, mm-hmm. So, and again. again. The guy, they took information from Michigan to use against Tennessee that Michigan had done with scouting in person, video scouting. If that's true, and they were, it was the only game where they wore wristbands. Uh, it seems like there's yeah, a lot, a lot of smoke there uh, on that. Yeah. Yeah, we know the trend now is is fire coach for cause, and if you look at Beamer's history, he got in trouble at Wake Forest for receiving taboo information, and I believe Georgia even docked him some money on the way out the door. So uh, I don't know if y'all are aware of that or not. But, yeah. And by the way, guys, that Tennessee-Kentucky game, Kentucky, you know, Stoops and Tennessee, that's a pretty sneaky big game too. Well, it's it's literally the best game in the 7 o'clock window, I think. Yeah, uh, the, the most intriguing. There, there's not much else there. But, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you're the Tennessee guy. I well, mean, yeah. I, I don't really have a feel for that game. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of Kentucky radio guys. I've got family at the game, sister lives in Lexington. Kind of interesting double-edged sword there. The Kentucky fans chirp as usual preseason. They beat up on their max schedule. But, um, you know, Stoops, is, he's getting 10, 11 years deep into his tenure there. What old Spurrier say, 10 years at any one school is about long enough. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you're Tennessee, you know, losing to Georgia, Alabama, Florida, why not fun? You know, these are big boy schools. Losing to Kentucky at Tennessee is never acceptable. I know Florida's had to endure it a bunch. Generally, when you lose to Tennessee, to Vanderbilt or Kentucky at Tennessee, you get fired. So I think there's skin in the, the game on for both coaches on this one. Yeah. What, so what is what does Kentucky have left? Uh, I'll go. I'll go so far to say, Pat, if Tennessee loses to Kentucky Saturday night, Heupel's honeymoon's over. Oh, uh, he's on the hot seat. Yeah, no, I'm just saying the uh, fans have short memories in the SEC, as we all know. Oh yeah, no, there. I mean, look, this—they fired Ed Ogeron a year after winning the national title. They fired McElwain a year after winning two SEC East in a row. I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, the memories are not long here. Kentucky's got yeah. Mississippi State. South Carolina still, so you think they'd win both of those, but they also have Bama. Yeah, I wouldn't guarantee South Carolina. Yeah, and Bama, there's a loss. So. Yep, so you lose you lose one there. And then you finish with Louisville. That's probably a loss. Although, I, after Louisville laid an egg against Pittsburgh, I don't know. Uh, okay, All right, last thing, guys. Uh, Pat, please stay out of this, Jeff. I'm going to make you, make you spit out your Dr. Pepper again. I'm on a roll here. Let's see if I can do it again. All right. Uh, guys, I was reading, it seems like if you get on ESPN late night, all you ever see anymore is Mel Tucker or Harbaugh. 
I got a question about Mel Tucker, guys. New stuff. Um, this Brenda Tracy accuser is coming off looking like a nut job. Have y'all have you dug into it, Pat? I don't know if I miss it, you. I mean, she's looking like a nut job, also. I have not dug into it. Okay. Well, here's where it gets. I got a question for you, um, Jeff. You know, we heard about the uh, famous forever phone call with Mel Tucker. How do we say this tastefully? Playing whack a mole. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's coming out now that Mel is good, and maybe we're all old dinosaurs here. I bet you do this a lot, Jeff, and I do a little bit. FaceTime video. Do you call people the old-fashioned way, or do you call a lot of people on FaceTime video these days? The old-fashioned way. I, I rarely yeah. use FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, me too, but I think in the younger generation, a, a, a quote-unquote phone call these days is generally a FaceTime video call. Oh, yeah. My, my kids just sit there and look at each other for 30 minutes and don't even talk to the other yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it is 2023, and things change and whatever on that, but it seems like younger people, whatever, gravitate more to going straight to default FaceTime video. Yep. Here's my question. Was was old Melly playing whack-a-mole on FaceTime video? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know on that one, Jeff. No, definitely you not. in there. All right, appreciate it. Yeah, I use uh, FaceTime every once in a while. I yeah. mean, especially when I'm talking to one of my daughters. That's the main. The, other than that, I don't really use it very often. But when I'm talking to my daughter, yeah. especially number, my daughter out other. in L.A., I want to be able to see her and everything. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you got grandkids or something, you want to take a peek I or I don't have any grandkids. Well, I know, but that would be the time to use I it. I want grandkids, but I don't have grandkids. Yeah. That I know of. That's at least good. Could have been somebody a long time ago, and then they had kids, and all of a sudden those kids show up at my doorstep. Gamp. <laughs> it you know, it is interesting though. The, the point he brings up about Tennessee. Tennessee's got still Missouri and Georgia, so you would and, and that Missouri game's in Missouri, so that would be four SEC losses if they lost both of those. To Missouri and and Georgia. And that's if they beat Kentucky. I, I mean, right. I don't, that's what I mean. I don't have if any they beat Kentucky, game, yeah. and then they of course get Vandy in the last game, so that tough. shouldn't be a problem. It's in well, Knoxville. It has been. Yeah, yeah but it's but in it, Knoxville this year. Not only that, but Vandy's as we saw is not very good this year. Yeah, if Heupel loses five SEC games, yeah, the, the honeymoon's not there. They keep them, but yeah, it, but yeah. again, it just shows you how important a quarterback is, right? This and and we knew going into this year that now. Joe Milton wasn't the answer. I mean, the guy's been in college for 12 years and can't get to the league, even though as strong as arm is and all this other stuff, but he doesn't know what to do. But the offense isn't that creative either with him. And I don't know if it's because he can't run the offense or just last year's quarterback was so much better and so much different, but it's just... It, it it just makes Hypo go from looking like a genius to now all of a sudden looking like he doesn't well, know what to do and calling an offensive play. And maybe it's as simple as this, that um, coaches have studied and studied this offense and they said, oh, this is what you have to do. Because it, the offense is based on splitting the field in half and you're, you're only looking this way. You know, and you're, you've got all these different routes and combinations you can run over here. You're not really coming back the other way. And so maybe they've learned how to play that, or maybe Joe Milton just doesn't throw to the right guys. 
Because I just don't think Joe Milton's very good. They just, I mean, they just throw it up and hope that somebody runs under it, and that's their offense. Well, that's what Hooker did, though. He, but every time he threw it up, there was somebody running past, past guys. And I will say this. I think the receivers at Tennessee were a lot better last year, and that included Brew McCoy, who's out for the year now, too. I think that was a big loss for them. So that's a factor as well. Um, the offensive line's not as good as it was. And, of course, uh, Mays wasn't playing when they came here to Gainesville. Um, he's back playing. but And, and so they were, they were acting like, well, with him back in the lineup, this offense is, is doing so good. And they get up 20 to – what was it, 20 to 7 at the half against Alabama. And then they didn't score anymore. And it did not go well from that point on. Yeah, I mean, he, Milton does have the same amount of touchdowns, though, as Mertz does. Mertz has about 400 more yards, and the completion percentage is significantly better. Yeah. But he just not very I good. I don't think either one of them's winning the Heisman. Just put it down. Probably not. All right, we need a break. We'll come back. More of your phone calls next. You're listening to the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's Hi. trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. Tonight is senior night for Gators soccer against 13th-ranked South Carolina in their final regular season game. The Gators are coming off a 3-3 tie on the road against Vanderbilt, which dropped them to a record of 6-5-5. South Carolina is 11-1-5 after beating Georgia 4-0. Coverage starts right here at 645. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are traveling to Buffalo to take on the Bills on Thursday night football. The Bucs are 3-3 after losing 16-13 to the Atlanta Falcons, and the Bills lost to the Patriots 29-25 to fall to 4-3. Tune in for coverage right here following the soccer game. Local high school football is taking place tonight. P.K. Young is traveling to Trinity Catholic, and Dixie County is hosting Union County. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. 
We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melden Law. We won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. Three nine two eight two five five, the number to call if you want to get in here and talk a little Florida Georgia or any of the other games that are going on. I don't think we're going to get a lot of World Series chatter uh, today or tomorrow. Maybe, maybe Monday after a couple of games are played. Mm-hmm. But I, I think most people are in that same boat I'm in, which is I, I, I don't really care who wins i just i i'm glad the teams won that have won but now i don't really i can't yeah, when you got no skin in the game you're not yeah. gonna pay attention as much i will say this friday night i will watch i'll have one on one of the tvs just to make you happy jeff that's good tonight nfl in some crummy college game i don't know what it's going to be now okay okay isn't it uh virginia tech I think that's tomorrow. I'll look it up, though. Okay. You do that while we talk to Porter. Hey, Porter, what's up? Not much, guys. How are we doing today? Good, man. I um, wanted to uh, share a Florida Georgia mo- uh, memory and uh, also got a question I wanted to ask you. Um, so, memory, I'm going to go back to 84. And, of course, everybody remembers that for a number of reasons. But um, uh, I graduated high school in 84, and I was you know, a freshman up at Furman. 
and freshmen were not allowed to have cars on campus then, so I'm stuck up there. Now, unfortunately, uh, Michael, the guy Mike was a friend of mine from high school. He was a freshman, but since he was on the football team, he got to have a car. So anyway, mm. the week before, we're playing Auburn. We, we, we go to this pizza place, watch the Florida-Auburn game, win 24-3. to Great, and so we decide we're, co- we're coming back for the Florida-Georgia game the following weekend. And um, Thursday night, <laughs> he calls me. And uh, oh, and my, his mom doesn't want to drive that far, so she got him a plane ticket. And I was like, well, what, what about me? <laughs> you're, you're my ride. <laughs> and he's, well, he's got he's got my he's got a game ticket for you if I can get there. So anyhow, I scraped my pennies together and uh, got a got a Greyhound from uh, uh, Greenville, South Carolina, down to Jacksonville, and. Um, Got off, and he, we're parked in the same spot. I'd been tailgating with them, you know, a time or two before, but it was all changed, and they weren't there. So I'm there, and I'm, I'm totally broke because my money was on. I spent my money on the on the on the, <laughs> on the bus trip, so I get there, and I couldn't find them. Of course, it was well before cell phones and that kind of thing. And as it worked out, I I, I stumbled onto the father of my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> and uh, ex girlfriend at the time, but. I was like, okay, cool. And I'd gone to the, took it to the problem the year before. So he said, yeah, come on in. So got to tailgate with them. Thankfully, they had a ticket. And, of course, we won 27 nothing. But, you know, all the, the swing of emotions leading up, you know, when it was all said and done, and we won 27 nothing. I don't care where I am. I don't care how, how, how it worked out. But there were a lot of uh, memories going, you know, building up to it. That Heck, yeah. Um, Want to ask a question. I'll take it off the air for, from you uh, both. Think, looking back, if you could add one former Gator player, to this team, you know, who who do you think would have the most impact? I think if you if you could add Spurrier, I think that's true almost any time because no matter what, with the players we've got, we're always going to score more points and we, we tend to win. But taking him out of the equation, if you could put up early a player, uh, what would it be? And, and the first couple that came to mind to me, I'd, I'd like somebody like Earl Earl Everett or Brandon Spikes or Brandon uh, Siler, a middle linebacker. That would be really high on my list, or maybe an eraser like a uh, Reggie Nelson. And the only real offensive names that really came to mind, uh, given who we have around him, was Kyle Pitts or Percy Harvin, just because they're so special. But anyhow, I just, I'll just i listen off the air. I want to get your opinion on that. And go Gators, be safe. Thank you, Porter. Well, he listed almost yeah, all everybody. the guys I was going to take. But no, I would, I would Reggie Nelson would be the guy I'd want. Because that guy erased a lot of problems. And that's what Florida hasn't had in a long time. I mean, Castle's pretty good. Castell, whatever you, however you say his name. He's not a bad player. He's a true freshman, too. Yeah, he's small. And uh, Reggie Nelson stuck you. And, I mean, the interception that he had against Tennessee on the first play of the game in ninety or in 06, and I remember when the guy drops back, I don't even remember who their quarterback was then, drops back, lets it go, and I look up, and there's a wide receiver going, just running. There's nobody near him down the sideline. I'm like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes Reggie Nelson. Not only to knock it away, but pick it off with a diving catch. Reggie Nelson would be – Reggie and Percy would be the two that I would I would lean towards. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Spikes is the first one that came to my mind yeah. because you got to stop the run you keep talking about. Yeah. Um, and he would do it single-handed. My, my answer <laughs> to – but that to any game would be Percy Harvin because I still think he's the best player that I've ever seen here. And the things that he could do and the impact that he made, I still don't know how they won the SC championship without him. 
They had to do a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, they were. I mean, they were such a good team in '08. Yeah. That. Um, but yeah, but him not being in that game was the biggest concern. And then, um, you know, they just found a ways to score. I mean, they. I think that was a very creative game plan. Yeah, they did a good job with it for sure. Brought the jump pass in. Yeah. Yep. David joins us next. Hey, David. Hey guys. Um, you know, like you're talking about that. I was thinking Major Wright, but then I got to thinking he'd be the most penalized player in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, nowadays can't do that stuff nowadays. anymore. But um, that I was more thinking of fun to watch. People don't really give Reggie Nelson the credit for how athletic he was. They they do say he was great at what he did, but I mean he was like a Percy Harvin of the defense. Yeah, no doubt. But since you're not handing him the ball every play, it's kind of hard to see that sometimes. But yeah, and he, he had to deal with he had to deal with his uh, his mom dying right before the '06 national title game and. I know we couldn't talk to him as a result, which I don't blame for that. But um, mm-hmm. it was uh, – and he played with a heavy heart. But, he, man, he played his tail off in that game. Oh, yeah. Teams was, uh, just didn't I mean, want to – they just refused to throw deep because he would be there and, and find a way to make something happen. So they had to – that allowed you to play guys up close to the ball and, and take the run away because you knew that they weren't going to be able to go over the top. Yeah, and – you know, you think about like the defensive backs that you have had taken in the first round, and I think like your last top pick was was it Henderson? Yeah. And he's had middling success, and yeah, he he's Hargreaves still in the league, but him. yeah, he hadn't been great. Yeah. And same with Hargreaves, and you thought both of them were going to be like these studs. It just goes Hargreaves to, show that to you me never... didn't have the speed. It's kind of like with Tease Tabor. I love Tease Tabor as a college football player, he's, but he didn't he's have still the, in the league too. Yeah, he's still in the league, but he didn't have the speed yep. to be a great player in, at the next level. Nah, but um, the question I had for you guys was: I just caught myself up today. I've been kind of ignoring it because of all of the noise, but um, I just caught myself up on the whole Michigan sign-stealing stuff. Have you heard about all that? Yeah, I thought you were going to say you cut yourself up on the mass Singer who was who was winning that. <laughs> They're doing Harry Potter well, night. Mean, <laughs> Are they? You know that. I, I saw the uh, promo commercial. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they got a hat big enough for, to fit Jim Harbaugh's head in it for him to go on that show. <laughs> but um, my question is, and this is on behalf of all Gator fans, now can we chalk up the embarrassing season opening loss to them to they stole our signs. Can we just kind of hop on that bandwagon too? <laughs> Why not? Sure. Let's do it. Because I, I, there's no way Malik Zaire was that bad, right? Uh, yes, that is true. He was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask y'all one question. I get out of here. I was just bugging y'all today. But, um, you know, we got Georgia, and this has to be – I don't know what it is, man, about this, this rivalry, this game. And – what we kind of are playing for here is how many times have Gator fans said, said about playing Tennessee or playing Vandy? Of, is it a rivalry if you or not? Uh, not Vandy, sorry, Kentucky. Is, is it a rivalry if you've won so many games? You know, and I think that we're in danger of getting some of uh, our own medicine put back on us if we don't, you know, eventually within the next few years really turn that tide. If we don't really put up a good show in here this year. And, I mean, I, you know, I think any given Saturday any team can get beat. 
but if you're going into this game, what is the what is the one key on offense and one key on defense for us to start turning that this this year? And I'll take it off the air. Y'all have a good one. All right, David. Thank you. Well, to me, the key on offense is, I mean, it's easy to say that Florida's got to be able to run the ball, and and um, and they do. It would be great if they could run the ball, but we've seen games where they didn't run the ball and they still were able to win. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's running the ball at all no, in this I, game. I think it's um, – so the offensive key to me is, is the same one it always is for me, which is don't turn it over. And that's what they've done a really good job of not doing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I don't know if that's going to help you win. Well, obviously, it'll make you compete. But I just I don't think Mertz can take a bunch of sacks. You can't be third and a whole bunch, even though they were really good against South Carolina converting. You're not going to do that you against Georgia. But that's the thing, Jeff, is that um, you can't get into a lot of third and longs because they're going to. They're coming at you with better players, and you you've blocked. Yeah, before. so you got to you got you to gotta stay on schedule as best you can, and that's whether that's using, you know, the the quick pass game to act like a run. Like I, again, I talked about this the other day. I think you have to r- throw it two out of every three times, and when it's all said and done, if you run a hundred plays, you hopefully you threw it about sixty five of them. You know what Steve was saying the other day? Nobody ever runs a draw play anymore, do they? No. And and he he wants to see more draw plays. Maybe he. W- but I mean, you you sort of do with the the read option. You got a guy back there; they're watching, they're holding on to it, and then they either give it or go. So it's it's a different but, form of it yeah, now. Yeah, but it's but not like a guy's going back and you see him cock his arm, and then all of a sudden he's. Like the and and I used I love that old play with Rhett where they would just flip it forward to him. They're yeah. they're kind of using a version of that the pop pass. It's not the same, but it's you know he's back in the in the he's back in the in the huddle. I mean back in the shotgun. So, but nobody runs a very few teams run a pure draw play where you just drop back and see the guy and everybody's. Bailing out, especially. I just, I just don't think man. that you have. Well, guys are more savvy now, and too many of these dumb coaches are playing zone too. I hate zone defenses. I, I really, literally want to outlaw the zone defense well, in football. Because whenever I'm watching a game and I'm rooting for a team, they next it'll be third and twelve. And they'll go to a zone defense, and guess what that in- entails? Four guys not covering anybody. They're just in space. They're in their zone, but the, the receiver is not in their zone, so they can't react to them. I, I, I just don't understand the zone defense. I, the only reason to run it is if you think the team's going to run the ball. Because a man-to-man is harder, you know, and you see this all the time where a quarterback scrambles. Um and the the defender's running with the receiver and he's 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 scrambling right behind him and he's not looking around and I understand that but that's but if you play zone that's that's the defense you run against a team that's going to run is a zone. There I I taught you something. Today. Chalk talk with Pat Dooley. There we go. Love it. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back more. Second hour brought to you by Meldon Law. They won't back down. This is the tailgate. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You 
are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their life Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Very warm and breezy conditions will continue through about sunset. Then things will be cooling down into the 60s overnight into Friday morning. And Friday afternoon is looking mostly sunny, breezy, and a little on the humid side with highs getting back into the 80s. And it will be slightly warmer this weekend, but dry weather continues. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. This is the Swamp. Snap back, looking left. Throws. Intercepted the floor. Florida gets the stop. It's the Florida-Georgia game on Saturday, October 28th. 15-10 to the house. Touchdown, Gators! Kickoff is set for 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central, with pregame coverage beginning at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 a.m. Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You like the but 
still says he This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. 20 minutes left in the show, more like 19. By the way, uh, Jeff was correct. And I can't believe Jeff knew more about college football schedule than I did. Because I thought the Georgia Tech, I mean the Virginia Tech-Syracuse game was Friday, but it is tonight, 7.30, and I will be watching that, even though those are two really bad teams. I don't know about Dino Babers. How long does he last? I'll look I'll, During the break, next break, I'll look up his record. I'm curious. It would have been a good matchup. It was Donovan McNabb against Michael Vick. Yeah, but it's not. Nope. <laughs> it's not. And Virginia Tech is just falling off the face of the earth. By the way, the get in price for that game, ten bucks. I was gonna say twelve. It's twelve though for another game, Georgia State at Georgia Southern, which is actually two pretty decent teams compared to the other two teams. It's twelve bucks to get in that game. You know where Georgia State plays? They play at uh, Turner Field. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah, no, I, I, and and the game tomorrow is not watchable. Florida Atlantic at Charlotte, or Charlotte Forty Niners who won it won last week, ten to seven, baby. Nice, but that was their second win of the year, and so baseball has a good chance of being on my television <laughs> because that's not a great one. But yeah, and then you get to the. To the Saturday games, Jeff, and I mean, there is only two games between ranked teams. That would be Utah-Oregon would be one, right? Yeah, that's one. And I think the other was Duke? Duke-Louisville, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, inter- I'll watch that game. You know, that, that'll be fun. That's a 3.30. But obviously, I'm you know, I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to watch this weekend, but Florida-Georgia is on the main one, and then I guess Oregon, Utah is another one. But you know the weird thing was when Florida was playing South Carolina, that was the day of the Oregon-Washington game, right? So that was the same time as the Oregon-Washington game, I believe. So I put that Oregon-Washington game on the second TV, and then I was like, nah. I, I just, I, you know, I'll watch the fourth quarter of this game, but I really want to watch, I think it was Tennessee-Texas A&M. When it comes down to it, I'm still going to watch the SEC over anything else. Well, of course. Yeah, but I mean, I it. What was a better game? The Washington Oregon game was a great game. It was the game everybody's talking about. But no, nah, sorry. Chase wants to talk about something, so let's do it. Chase, what's up? Hi. Hey. Um, do you remember me from last time? I do. Ever ask? Um, what was your favorite baseball moment? Yeah. So not too long ago, I just threw a no-hitter. No way. How about that? That's and awesome. And in the same game, I hit a walk-off single. <laughs> wow. You'll remember that forever, man. That's awesome. It's going to go yeah. downhill from here. Trust me on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's great. Keep Yeah, keep it up. Just But, hey, don't let that, um, you know, don't, don't like, feel too good. That means you got to even work harder now to, uh, to make it happen all the time. Did you ever throw a no-hitter? And yeah, Young, younger days. In what days? Like little league days. Little league? Yeah. High school, I threw two. Ball. Yeah, that's awesome, Chase. 
Jeff threw a no hitter, but he walked nine. <laughs> I have one more question. Who do you think is the um, best wide receiver, Pearsall? Or Trey Wilson? Yeah. They're different. You know, Pearsall's the down the field guy. I think right now they're just trying to get the ball into uh, Trey Wilson's hands. I think the potential is there that he's going to be. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN. Hang on one second, Chase. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're saying best wide receiver, it's it's Pearsall. Why I mean, we, yeah, and they'll forget why he's a what fifth year senior yeah. versus a freshman. I think Wilson's got a chance to be as as good as Pearsall. Yeah, I mean, he can be more more electric with Pearsall. The way he runs routes and the way he positions his body, the the hands that he has. Obviously, we saw the one handed catch. I mean, Ricky's if, if the game's on the line, that's who they're giving the ball to. Thank you for calling. All right, yep. Appreciate you calling, and uh, congrats on the no-hitter, yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. That is impressive. I, I can tell you I never threw a, I never threw a one-hitter. I did give up one hit in one inning and then let, was pulled out of the That's game. a one-hitter, then? That's a one-hitter. Did I ever tell you about the time I pitched against Bishop Kenny? In the, uh, I nope. Was, I was an adult at this time. But Greg Larson, the late Greg Larson, Put together these teams, and we he would they would go play the high school teams in like exhibitions. Yeah. So I've been working on my knuckleball, and uh, he said, "Hey, you're going to start this game against Bishop Kenny." All right. So I go out there, and I st- I got on the mound, and I went. It looks like it is so far to home plate. <laughs> That's how little power I had on the ball. So I'm throwing nothing but knuckleballs, and none of them knuckled. You know when they knuckled. Trying to find their way to the fence. <laughs> it was uh, a very short outing for me. I think I pitched to five guys. I also had a tooth infection at the time. That'll I was not happy. Combo. I came home and I was like, oh, I can't believe it. Why would my knuckler not knuckle in that game? <laughs> just happens. Don't always have your best stuff, I had Bills. a good one at one time, but it, it just went away from me. That did. All right, we've got to go away one final time. Come back and wrap things up about 10 minutes to go here on the tailgate. AMWRUF. Why does that happen? Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. The Buffalo Bills, who are 4 and 3, are hosting the 3 and 3 Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night football. Last week, the Bucks lost to the Falcons 16-13 off a last-second field goal. The Bills lost to the Patriots 29-25 off a last-second touchdown. The Gators host 13th-ranked South Carolina tonight in soccer, and it is their senior night. The Gators tied Vanderbilt 3-3 on the road, which dropped them to a record of 6-5-5. South Carolina is 11-1-5 after beating Georgia 4-0. Tune in for coverage right here at 645. Local high school football is being played tonight. Union County travels to Dixie County, and Trinity Catholic hosts P.K. Young. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With Express Shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Is the event you've been waiting for. International Diamond Center's biggest and final storewide sale of the year is next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Storewide savings. Take 20% off or get 36 months zero interest financing. And it's like double the selection with top designers flying in with their entire collections. All of it on sale. Baraggio, Simon G, A. Jaffe, and many more. Plus, over a thousand new diamonds have been purchased just for this event. Maybe it's time for an upgrade. Next weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th at IDC Celebration Point on approved credit. After a storm, unlicensed contractors prey on homeowners. Always hire a contractor with a state-issued license. Verify if your contractor is state licensed at MyFloridaLicense.com. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we're back. Got about eight minutes left in the show. If you want to get a quick call in, I think we've shared a lot of Florida Georgia memories. Tomorrow, Robbie Andrew will be in here, and I know he's got a lot, including the game ball he got from Urban Meyer one year mm. for uh, for his dad. So that was really cool. His that dad had just passed away the week before, and Urban gave him a game ball. I never got a game ball. Have you? Did you? Do you don't do game balls for baseball? Do you? Just got a ball my first win. Where is that ball? No, I don't know, in a box somewhere. <laughs> you took it home and took it out to the sandlot and started playing with it? No, it's somewhere. Got a bunch of bunch of balls, trophies that sitting in boxes. Well, let's start a Jeff Cardoza museum. No. Wow, come on, man. Nobody wants to see that. I do. 
I did. I have saved all of like Austin's little league homers. The ball. The balls. Like How many balls them, are there? Probably about fifteen. Where are they on display? Just in like a little case. The boxes. No, they're in a case. Case. What about your championship rings? They're all in a little case. Or are none, nothing on display. Oh yeah, it's in. I mean, it's. If I come over to your house, can I walk through and, and without even knowing where it is, I would be able to find it and no. be able to see? Just in my room in a case. Okay. But, but I can show case. you that case. Oh. Would you open it up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it on. Uh, Should be getting another one for what baseball team did. Do you get rings for those? You got an NC ring? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Good. It is. Uh, it's cool. Um, and you get them for every SEC? So you got two. Well, you only got one. How many did you get for playing? Just one. 98. Just one, yeah. And it looked like a class. Could have a 99. Looked like a class ring back then. They weren't quite doing them up then? No. And then it's, it is amazing to see the difference of what it has turned into. Um, all right. So if we all know the conspiracy thing. We, we did have a caller mention it. But – you know, all these Tennessee fans now are trying oh, yeah. to justify why they lost to South Carolina last yeah. year. So you got sure. uh, one one story saying that Connor Stallions, who is the, the Michigan guy that, that filmed everything, filmed Tennessee and Clemson sidelines for the calls, and then South Carolina became unstoppable in their wins against Tennessee and Clemson. And the reason to do that was because they thought they may play them in the playoffs. Michigan. Talking about Michigan. But he had a connection with Shane Beamer. Correct, because South Carolina's defensive coordinator was Harbaugh's defensive backs coach in 2009. Mm -hmm. So there's somebody on the staff. And those reports were basically saying that Michigan leaked that information to help their playoff chances because they wanted those teams to lose. And then that would help Michigan. And if that was the case, all makes sense to me. And Shane Beamer was fined uh, back in 2010 for accepting a, a leaked game plan way back in the day. So, well, it, I mean, it, it is fascinating. Yeah, but I don't understand how. Like, didn't they score like 63 or something offensively? Yeah, but it did seem weird that they. And again, I don't know. And they were so bad against Florida. Yeah. They scored six on a fake. Punt yeah, that was it. They couldn't do anything offensively, yeah. and then all of a sudden they erupt and and win both of those games. So that certainly conspiracies or different things you could look at and well, see why. My question to you, stuff happened. Jeff is like I, I I think the Big Ten needs to get involved in this, but they won't because they don't want to lose a playoff team, right? Um, and by the time the NCAA gets around to this, it's going to be even though it seems to be moving fast, the appeal's not going to be able to be heard, right? Mm-hmm. for the playoffs. But should the SEC step in and go, hey, we want to look into this as well. You know, uh, if we were getting information that was given illegally, which it is illegal to tape and to, and to go and do on, uh, on-site on scouting, it's against the rules. But what could you? how could you punish South Carolina? Vacate that win? Ooh. That, that would ruin everything. I mean... You got to stop vacating wins. In the first it doesn't. Place. Nobody cares if you vacate a win. In fact, if you told 
of Florida, any Florida fan right now, hey, we know a way that you can beat Georgia this week. And it's just one little thing uh, involves uh, tape that we have gotten or, or it involves uh, getting a hold of the head headsets or something, whatever, whatever it was. And now they're going to, if they find out about it, they're going to come back and they're going to vacate that win. Do you think any Gator fan would care? Nope. No, they go, well, good. We'll take the win and vacate it. Vacate another one. I don't care. Vacate the South Carolina win. Now, I, I would hope that most Gator fans would say, I don't want to cheat. But everybody cheats to a point. It's just when you do it that blatantly, as Michigan apparently did. Yeah, I think everybody would try to figure out a way to have a competitive advantage. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, part of it. And why you would try to steal that's signs. That's why you try to steal dugout. signs, but you don't steal signs with video equipment. It's not allowed. And Yeah, I agree with that. Cheating Canes did it, and the uh, now I guess the Cheating Wolverines did it too. And they pass it on, the Cheating Cox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a good combo right there. No, it's not. Not at all. But anyway, I mean, I I know that by Saturday after game day is over, nobody will be talking about this again. And it'll go away. And well, that's not true. I, I think it will. No, the but, more they win, then the more it's going to become a national thing. Than saying, "Oh, you got a team in the playoff because they've been cheating." Yeah. No. Okay. So we're in the playoff. What are you going to do about it? You're not going to vacate that, are you? No, I they don't they they I don't again they they won't get in trouble because why are you going to want to do that to a team that's right. got an opportunity to win the national title? The Big Ten doesn't. They don't want to do it. But certainly, uh, Michigan could step forward here and go, "Look, we've looked now. Obviously, they suspended that guy, but we've looked we've looked into this. We've done our own study, and uh, yes, we find this to be egregious. And Coach Harbaugh is suspended for the playoffs. Yeah, not like, like that'll happen. But don't that would be funny though. And if this guy Connor Stallions is that smart and can figure it all out, and he's savvy at all that, don't you think that someone else is going to hire him? Yeah, well, like maybe do it behind the scenes, but, but have him a part of a staff to. The question to is, do something. Is he that smart, or is he just knows how to get buy a ticket and and video it? And then take it back and study no, it. I for, think that's part of why they chose him to be able to do it because he has a knack for being able to do it. He's got a skill and he understands but it. But he still had to video it to do it, you know. So that tells me he's not that smart. But he he was able to. I mean, I I heard Mark Sanchez talking about the calls that they used to make, and you know, you saw that one where they pointed to the sky and everything. I meant pass and. But, I mean, everybody's got the same signals. You know, they, it's not like everybody's that different. It's not that hard to It's not that hard to steal signals. You're still not supposed to do it with video. All right, that'll do it for our show today. Again, Pat and Robbie tomorrow. Be heading to Jack's for the, uh, the baseball game and some vanilla ice. And then, of course, big day on uh, Saturday. And we'll talk about it. Uh, hopefully, a uh, happy Monday will be in store. For Dules, I'm Dozo. Bye, everybody.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.